You'd better take some Midal before you drive him away. Ugh, I was so deflated. It was July of 1989, I was 25. I had been dating a man for about six months and was miserable. I remember being on the phone with my mom, crying about how I was feeling, and that's what she said to me. You'd better take my doll before you drive him away. That day, so many emotions raced through my body and mind, mostly that I needed to do whatever it took to keep this man in my life. If I didn't, I'd never find another man because that was my track record. Until this man, I was never able to attract a decent man, and this one appeared to be pretty decent, at least in how I could present him to the world while remaining miserable behind closed doors. I love my mother. She was an amazing woman, and I know it wasn't her fault. I wasn't able to communicate what was really going on inside me, so she was never really able to understand. And I learned from her decades later that she just didn't have the capacity to hear what was going on. I'm not even sure what I was thinking then. I know that I simply could not tell this man who would continue to bring me to tears to go away. It was the same with my brother who had molested me for years. I just couldn't reject him. I couldn't reject either of them. You see, I love my brother. I often said he was the best and worst of my life. <clears throat> he was there for me in so many wonderful ways, but he was also there in so many hurtful ways. I transferred my feelings surrounding my brother to this man, feelings of desperation, of needing to be included, of needing to be wanted. After this conversation with my mom, I spent the next five years in a tug of war with my emotions. Anger with this man for not treating me like I wanted him to, and anger at myself for being unable to end the relationship. Desperation plus limited options equals dysfunctional relationships. When he asked me to marry him, my heart was saying no, but my mouth said yes. I was so embarrassed to share that. I was so powerless to stand up for what I wanted, what I needed, what I deserved. I was afraid of rejecting something that was built into me as I was experiencing the sexual abuse. I ended up marrying him. The marriage was doomed to fail before it even started. My husband's misery was very much my fault. But there were other problems that stemmed from the simple fact that we just weren't meant for each other. Evidence that was revealed when we attended a church-required premarital counseling weekend with activities and questions. When I look back at both of our answer books, who in God's name thought it was a good idea that we get married? Even then I knew it was wrong and nobody from the church intervened. But I'm sure I would have pushed anything they said aside I was still driven by my fears. I had been seeing a psychiatrist for months prior to the wedding because I was severely depressed. Like I was the day I was talking to my mom. The psychiatrist told me, if you marry him, I'll be the one in the back of the church saying, I object. I dumped her instead. Even after years of therapy, I was still an incredibly wounded and lonely child on the inside. I know that my feeling of desperation for someone to love me robbed both me and this man of finding love that was truly meant for both of us. But I can't saddle myself with everything. After all, throughout the many fights we had before we got married, he had ample opportunity to break up with me and he chose not to. And throughout all the fighting after we were married, he could have chosen to end it, but he didn't. And I never had the guts to do it until 17 years later. 
it was such a mess and I felt awful about it for a long time. The learning. It's important to recognize the hows and whys of what we do. I can't go back, only forward. And by recognizing that the issues of marriage are 50-50 and include deep patterns of behavior we learned over our lives, we can begin to set ourselves free and find relationships that suit us. And I did, eventually. At 49, I fell in love for the first time. Sadly, he died five years later. But that's another story, just one of my getting past survivor experiences. What's the nugget here? It is okay to be honest with yourself. It is okay to reject someone who you feel isn't right for you. You don't need to take all to suppress your emotions. It's never too late to feel them, acknowledge them, and allow them to reveal your truth. Your soul, your inner child, and your future self will thank you. Thank you.